Kyle Larson is planning a dirt racing double this week, and we'll talk through his chances of actually pulling it off. Plus more on the Chili Bowl cracking down on communication and technology, including some guys busted and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll start today's show off with the surprising news from yesterday that Kyle Larson has decided to attempt this year's Chili Bowl, even in the midst of also running the Wild West shootout. After Monday night's win by Tanner Carrick, team owner Keith Coons told Flow Racing that he got a text from Larson congratulating him on the win and asking for a return phone call when he had a free moment. Once on the phone together, Larson asked Coons if he had any spare cars in Tulsa because he wanted to try and race. A few short hours later, a deal was done and Larson will attempt a pretty crazy double come Saturday. Coons brought a couple of extra cars to the expo or brought an extra car to the expo for Tanner Carrick to run the race of champions on Monday, but that didn't end up happening. So one of Larson's seats is en route to Tulsa and it will be swapped into that car along with some fresh graphics to add on Young Money sponsors in Flo and Hendrick cars. Coons did mention that there was some sort of approval process for the whole thing, which I imagine involved uh, Chevy okaying Larson to drive a Toyota-branded midget. Larson will slot into the Thursday night prelim, which is an off night from late model action at the Wild West Shootout. He'll be up against Spencer Baston, Ricky Thornton Jr., Brady Bacon, and Tanner Thorson that night for one of two lock-in spots. Definitely feels like a gettable prelim night for Larson, and uh, a chance to actually get one of those locked-in spots feels pretty good. I think here's though where things could get tight for his schedule. If he's able to get into a feature spot or maybe a B after Thursday, Larson's plan is to race at Vado Saturday night, finish that program, then hop on a plane and go straight to Tulsa to climb back in the midget for the big show. It's not uncommon at this point for things to get going in Tulsa well after midnight on Saturday, uh, but time will be a factor here. The flight from that kind of Las Cruces, El Paso area where Vado Speedway Park is to Tulsa will probably be a bit under two hours, but they do have to cross a time zone, so Larson will lose an hour. That means to make it to Tulsa by midnight, he'd have to be out of Votto by 9 at the very latest, which seems doable based on the way things have gone at the Wild West Shootout through the first two nights. The late model features were getting done by my count around 10 p.m. Eastern, which would be 8 local there in Votto. So if he's able to get out of there by 8, he should be to Tulsa uh, in plenty of time. If Larson has trouble, though, on Thursday and doesn't finish towards the front of the prelim feature, all of this pr- probably go out the window. Either way, we'll get the two-time winner back in Tulsa for Thursday at the very least, plus he'll be uh, at all of the remaining days of the Wild West shootout. Let's hope now that Flow Racing goes hard on the content side with us and brings us some sort of mini-doc on the whole day Saturday and how this all plays out. Uh, Jumping back to yesterday's show where we talked about Chili Bolt officials doing a sweep for smart devices and receivers right before Monday's feature, we got some more details yesterday from uh, head guy Matt Ward. uh, Flo's Brandon Paul talked to him. Uh, he's the Chili Bowl's uh, director of operations, and he revealed that the Monday sweep was done very secretively with even the infield officials not aware that it was going to happen. They continued the procedure last night before the feature again, and Ward said they will continue doing so all week. In that quick interview, Ward was also asked if they found any of the scanner devices to be suspect after that Monday sweep, and he said that they indeed did. Several of the devices were the two-channel type, and two specifically were loaded with, quote, oddball frequencies. So that seems to point towards the officials' concerns uh, over illegal comms being confirmed. We'll see if this is a rule and a process that gets integrated elsewhere into dirt racing. 
I would imagine these sweeps for the rest of the week probably won't turn up uh, any of these uh, added frequencies because I'm sure guys uh, are probably getting rid of them off of their scanners after what happened on Monday. As for last night's Chili Bowl action, another good night of racing. We had drama after the B mains uh, after who got the uh, over who got the final transfer spot in B2. Adair Nida, Blake Bauer tangled on the white flag lap, taking themselves out of contention for those transfer spots. Riley Kreisel was originally given the final uh, lock-in, but after a lengthy review, CJ Sarna was elevated to that feature star. There were plenty of bent feelings over that one. The night's big mover was Zach Dom. He had issues in the qualifier in DNF, the Bondio 47X. He then went 11th to the win in B number 2 and 18th to 9th in the feature. Out front, though, it was all Buddy Kofoid. He was clearly the best car in the building on Tuesday, led all 30 feature laps from the pole uh, and picked up that first locked-in spot. It was a solid day for Buddy. Announced a full-time World of Outlaws run in the morning and then lock into the Chili Bowl feature that night. He was followed to the line by Hank Davis, who has now locked into uh, two straight years of uh, Saturday features. Uh, he had that prelim night win a year ago as well. Drivers headed to a Saturday B-Main include Chase McDermott, David Gravel, Cameron Key, Thomas Meserault, Landon Brooks, and Kevin Thomas Jr. It was a tough night for our guy Tanner Holmes. He locked uh, or looked to be on his way to a feature transfer spot in a B, but ended up with broken front suspension and uh, went for a tumble. He'll be starting deep on Saturday. And if you remember back to before Christmas, we interviewed George Laux for a Dirt Tracker Conversations episode. He was a C-Main winner last night before finishing 12th in a B. Not bad for a 305 sprint car racer who had never previously driven a midget before. The schedule for today in Tulsa is the same as it was yesterday, 4 p.m. Central Hot Laps with racing at 5. Tonight's field includes Sammy Swindell, Briggs Danner, Mitchell Moles, Corey Day, Blake Hahn, Jake Swanson, Tyler Courtney, Brent Cruz, Jade Avedisian, and Dazen Persley. At Vado Speedway Park tonight, the Wild West Shootout continues with third of six programs for the Super Late Models. Kay Dillard and Bobby Pierce won the first two features uh, this week, uh, and tonight is another 10,000-a-win program. Should be a similar field to what we've already seen uh, in terms of entries, and I would expect the same guys to be fast. Pierce, Mike Marler, Larson. Tyler Erb has shown a bunch of pace as well through the early couple of nights, and Dillard has two top fives. Uh, he had a, a win the first night and then that fifth on the second night. The six-race win bonus uh, is officially off the table at this point because we've had two different winners, uh, but the five- and four-race bonuses still in play at the moment, although they, uh, I think they're probably not likely to be paid out. You can double-box the racing tonight as both the Wild West Shootout and Chili Bowl are live over on Flow Racing. If you want some other dirt racing audio to check out this week, there are some shows and episodes uh, available for you. Hoagie's Garage has Van May and Josh Holt. Turn 2 Terribles has uh, Troy Wagaman Jr. Getting up to speed has Chase Rodman. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, Dirt Track Confessions, and TJ Slideways Open Wheel Spectacular. You can find all of these shows, episodes, and more over at dirttracker.com slash podcast. You can click on the links. You can listen. Uh, you can click on show links as well. Make sure you are subscribed to those and uh, add those kind of to your list of weekly listening. One other content note, Jeremy Elliott is working on ramping up his Sprint Car Unlimited YouTube channel and is doing uh, some daily content uh, with plans for some other shows coming up. Uh, an interview show and, uh, and something else planned as well. So make sure to check him out for more Sprint Car videos. You can search for him, uh, Sprint Car Unlimited, over on YouTube. Uh, also, uh, SprintCarUnlimited.com is a, place, a great place to get a lot of uh, good Sprint Car content. Uh, that's it for the show today. Stop by the uh, streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com to see all of your viewing options this week. And uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our email newsletter, The Slider. I've got a new piece coming soon there. Uh, with some late model stuff from Spence Smithback. That email newsletter, the slider, is free to sign up for. Also, if you'd like to uh, contribute to a future edition, uh, reach out to me. I do pay for submissions. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>